It's written by Scott Sweet. Wait, say it sexier. It's written by Scott Sweet. Scott's been giving me a hard time on Twitter lately. <laughs> what's, he giving, I, what's he giving you a hard time? Well, a sexy, on, on the, sexy hard time. On a recent Yadernya that aired, uh, I, I put Richard Simmons firmly on the boat with a very sloppily sung song and then criticized... Oh, uh, I saw that. Rupert Holmes singing yeah. as sloppy, and for a reason to not put him on the boat, was Scott Sweet doesn't realize is this whole thing we're doing is dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, you would expect Richard Simmons to sing sloppy, but Rupert Holmes is a professional singer and should be less sloppy. Exactly. But also, have you heard JD's number ones on the actual shows? They're ridiculous. It's true. <laughs> but, the, the, but Richard Simmons song without any singing was Yacht Rock. Yeah. Him singing on it put it down slightly. Yeah, like maybe seven to ten points. Rupert Holmes was might have been Yacht Rock and then his dumb lyrics and dumb singing made it not Yacht Rock. Yes. Yeah, the uh, phone beeps and answering machine tones didn't help either. That song was a fucking turd. Yeah. (laughs) So Scott Street, if you don't like it, stop listening. Uh, But listen to us. We're going to Degaski your song, so relax and have a fun time. Quit acting like a goddamn Australian. I love it. So Scott says, I was looking at another Gino Vanilli song in the boat when I realized you've never yachted living inside myself, which was once a bone throw. Gino needs to be securely aboard before I see him for the second time this November in Detroit because I'm awesome. I'm Scott Street. Front row, by the way, because I know a car dealer in Detroit. I, re- I added the car dealer part. Yeah. It fits uh, fits the Detroit story. Um, also, Scott, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Thank you very much, Nothing Scott. we love more than our listeners. Um, hey, you won't get this kind of disrespect on Sirius XM. Yeah. Unless, yes, you will. Unless you're us. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be as direct. It's, yeah, it's a more subtle it's insult. Per- per- we personalize our disrespect. Yeah. It's not just a blanket a over blanket. everybody. Yeah. We're just terrible choices. Here's a song that was recorded. It's Yacht Rock. Ooh. Here's some Yacht Rock. It's Metallica. <laughs> we turn the page. See, was, it's yeah, slow. I was the same one. Okay, so. I remember way back when. In- Oh, you're still doing page, it? Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> let, her, let her rip, Hunter. You sure you don't want to... Uh, no, let her rip. Do some more... Do some more instruments. <laughs> Read the room, Dave. Read the room. Let her, let her rip. Okay, you done with that? All right. I've been done. Let her rip. All right. Uh, hold on. I'm going to try to rip this. Okay. I remember trying to connect Gino to the scene way back when, and it being difficult, had to pull in the Victor Feldman in order to justify it. But now it's easy, because my Discogs are throbbing <laughs> with purple links. Uh, basically, oh, so it's real veiny? <laughs> no. What, what are you describing? <laughs> Your Discogs is real veiny. Oh, when you click on a Come link on, on an Steve. Apple computer, it turns purple for, for the rest of the time. What, yeah, what are you Apple talking computer. about? Veins are in the you're, human you're throbbing, bodies. You're throbbing Discogs. Yeah. You're throbbing purple Discogs. Yeah. If you ever did research, Steve, you'd know what we were talking about. Yeah. And it has Hunter, nothing to do with veins. Hunter has monitor problems. It flashes. Kind of looks like a throb. 
basically, on this you have Maxine and Julia Waters and Neil Steubenhouse on bass. Mm, okay. I saw um, the Waters recently, backing up Neil Diamond. Goddamn. New York, it was fantastic. JD, you're looking classy over there. Do you need another Mountain Dew? Uh, yeah. Uh, just for everybody that can't see JD, I did a slurp. I did a slurp so you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah, okay. but, you, but your pinky was out and it made it fancy. This is a very sentimental song, isn't it, guys? Listen to this part. This part's no good. Very David this Foster. Does, this no. part's no Let's good. Get in the good parts. Yeah, right okay. there. Yeah, but not, this is very David Foster. Yeah. If this was on any, what what would be the Fosters? Australian for Yacht Rock. <laughs> Canadian for Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, yeah, we'll figure out something for Foster's. Um, schmaltz? Foster Schmaltz. Schmalt liquor. Schmaltz liquor. Foster Schmaltz liquor. Um, I mean, I'll give it a 55. I, it's on the boat for sure. It's so sentimental. It's yeah. not what we like. He's from Montreal. Uh, this sounds like Foster's foray into uh, the AIDS genre. Wait, did Foster have anything to do he with it? He had this? nothing to do with this, but did let Dave just yeah, say okay. what he was going to say. 51. 50. Change mine to 51. <laughs> Dave, you gave it a 51? Yeah, I was, I was going to give it a 51. All right. Oh, what a coincidence. You knew it. You could read the room. Steve? This is your bone throw, so give it a really high number. So I've got to give it a higher number than you guys are. Uh, Don't bend, Steve. mm, Give it it a 90. 99. No, it's not. Concede one point. It's clearly too close to being just a straight-up power ballad to be essential, even though it's a terrific soft rock song. I'm going to give it a... 62. 62. It's high. I'll give this a... I'll give this... I'll give this a 59. Hmm. Wow. What do we got? 56.75. That's Yacht. like start the recording with that from now on yeah we can mix it up a bit yeah although this episode's already on fire it really is it is just call this one dildo camp part two right off the bat (laughs) uh listen dildo camps only come out on show four (laughs) or on three song number one is the last year we're gonna record today so song number one graham burris at graham dog uh, yeah. Okay, I don't remember if you have a policy on covers, but I think this is the yachtiest on the record, and I'd love to see this guy on the boat. Like Bobby McFerrin, you've really got a hold on me. From 1982 self-titled record. It's uh, shuffly and bouncy and a lot of e-piany and a decent not-pooping guitar solo. Phoebe Snow guests on Vox. Victor Feldman plays on the record, but not this song. Let me know, lords of the great scale of Yatsky. Remember uh, well, during Yacht York when I mentioned I checked out Bobby McFerrin and he didn't have any Yacht yeah. Rock? Yeah. This was the closest thing I'd say he had, mm. and it's not. Uh, yeah. Phoebe Snow 
he mentioned her is on this. But is it she's, her right there? Yeah, that's her singing. But she's not like bananas enough to get somebody on the boat just like she's just, all She's also not singing the Yacht Rock way here. The way she's singing reminds me, when you see, like, Steely Dan, and they let their background, today, and they let yeah. their background singers take a song, and they, yeah, they're really good singers, yeah. but they don't have an individual... No, this is how everybody on American Idol sings. Yeah. For every one of those shows that are karaoke contests for people Ouch. that are desperate to be famous, this is how they sing, but they'll add those, like, warbles. Well, she's there. a jazz vocalist. Yeah, she's like, trying to do she's, pop. She's not really... She's sl- she's got a toe on the boat. I don't know if she's officially on the boat yet. But I'm sure on her shit she's great. Yeah, and that, this- she's got a toe on the boat, and that boat's getting further and further away from the dock. <laughs> she's just super. She's gonna eat. She's shit. super jazzy, and if she she does need to go a little poppy, I think to get on the boat. But yeah. this is we should all go a little poppy. You know what I mean, JD? This is this no. Is, this is an old, this is an oldie time cover. Yeah, it's not gonna. This isn't gonna get you on the boat. Yeah. Like if this is how you're poppy. Yeah. Jazz, jazz singers doing Motown covers. Jazz singers who are not soul singers. That's boy. That's and the dicey. guy who goes. I'm, yeah. I'm always disappointed. It's very good. Always disappointed to hear Bobby McFerrin backed up by actual music. So for that alone, I'm going to give this a 25. I'm going to get the butter all the way down there. Yeah, it's like his whole draw is the fact that he doesn't need music. Yeah. This is before all that, though, isn't it? Anyway. I don't, know, I don't know if you ever did a click. Um, yeah, I heard the click. Uh, I'll go 30, because why not? 23. <laughs> 23. 30. I'll give this a 33. 27.75. Nope. All right, let's see. Let me get my script out. Wow. Give okay. Dave LaCrone an old lady name, or old lady voice. Okay, Dave LaCrone, California won by Confunction. I think this one is a tough call. There it is. Yeah, nailed it. Said. Uh, I may hate that band name more than any other name I've heard. I can't believe it's not from the 90s. Yeah. Wait, what What was one of Guy Fieri's uh, favorite bands? It wasn't Confunction, but it was No, it? but it was something like that. Sophista? Sophista Funk. Funk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and let's not forget uh, Oates' solo album, Funk Shui. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta arrange your funk in just the right way for the maximum flow. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, that guy can't do anything wrong, can he? No, he can't. I, I don't hate this. Um, I just wish it took a turn in this somewhere. Uh, this is off Confunction 7 from 1981. Uh, they, From what I could tell, they are a Bay Area act. Like Vallejo, California, I think. Um, and uh, they worked heavily with Skip Scarborough, who wrote Lovely Day, uh, which got a 50, 59.25 for Bill Withers. Well, writers don't do much for Yacht Rock. I think if they get the chord changes right, then yeah, they can they can have a heavy. I've, I've they, can, no- they can put a heavy hand on the scale. I've noticed when looking for songs that I can be like, I, if oh that guy wrote this one on this album, I'll listen to that one first, and mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's Yacht Rock. I might be incorrect because what I should say is that Lovely Day is a is a is a. It's not the best example of a Yacht Rock song. So yeah, well, guy, it's got a 59.25. Well, like I said, that's not a best example number. Yeah, it's that it's that 50s area that's just kind of... almost made 60, rock, though. I mean, it was 
And I think you gave it like a well, 70 something. Hold that's, on. That's no, hold on. Hold on. I'm pretty sure JD gave it it's gave a very it very special yeah, song. I think I said, rated yeah, it in that the 60s. was uh that was that the first song you and your wife that's a song that's No, we danced JD, to it at you, a wedding. You you yeah. gave it a 75. I sure did, I man. And you did, man. That's a It's a lovely song. It's a yacht rock song, but it's an unconventional. I gave it a 48. Steve gave it a 44. Mm-hmm. And Dave gave it a 70. So you, yeah. you, yeah. you two fuckers trying to knock down that song. If it was up to you, that thing would be firmly in the 70s. But I w- and if it were, I it's would still say song. it's an unconventional <laughs> yacht rock song, and you can't take the singer, the writer of that song, and say anything else. And he writes maybe yacht yeah, rock, which is fine. It's okay. a fi- it's a fine statement to make, but don't use 59.25 to make your point. Yeah, you it, was, guys- it was a wonderful wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we can all agree on that. Uh, <laughs> And he all, but uh, Skip Scarborough also wrote a bunch of other stuff for Yacht Solars. Uh, they also and uh, Confunction had worked by, with Jerry Hay on an album before this, but they don't really have any other Yacht Rock credit. Um, let's see. I don't like this song for Yacht Rock very much. Actually, it's close. Uh, it's too funky. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just talking on my ass. I prepared nothing today. I'm just, I'm just trying to do my best, guys. Forty-eight for me, because it's yeah, forty-eight. It feels like a song from the nineties. It feels like a song from the nineties. Yeah. Well, it's it's got a band name from the nineties. Like some some nineties band trying to be a seventies funk band. Uh, but it's not. I know. It's Eighty-one. They yeah. got a good. They got a lot of elements on here. It seems They're singing about California. It it seems like I don't know. There's something. It needs a turn. I wish I had a turn. But I will say I do like the guitar on this. Yeah, this that was a nice guitar solo. Yeah, that was the yeah. that was the closest guitar. it got me. I don't know. I I, I just kind of hear this as like groovy R and B of the era, like the, the the turn of the '80s where it was kind of quiet storm like not quite funk anymore but moving away from disco it's very quiet storm it, the beats what is that bossa nova it's kind of got a like a bossa nova beat that's yeah, not a very a, a, Pol- a polina da costa rhythm well there's the rhythm and there's the whole vibe of the song like polina da costa <laughs> can bring a caribbean rhythm to a, a song that's not caribbean at all or this is South America. I don't know. I don't fucking know my geography. I don't know Boston nothing about music. from Brazil. I know nothing about music. Which is where Paulina de Costa is from. I know nothing about music, which is why we have 10,000 listeners and not a million. <laughs> Steve. I'm giving this a 50, by the way. Okay, 48. Uh, I don't think this is on the boat. I'm going to... It needs a I'll turn. Give it, I'll give it a 39. You know Ooh. that you know you know that thing where you were saying that it sounds very um, quiet, stormy. Uh huh. Is because it lays down a decent groove and then just stays with yeah, the entire it. It, the entire song. It doesn't turn at all. The, the best thing it has is that guitar solo in it. But yeah. Then, and they know it, and that's why it kind of comes in off the top there. But then it just goes right back. And yeah, it it's just a, like boring. It's, it's just not the. It's not the. It's not the yachtiest R and B confection I've I, ever heard. And I'm gonna say it's because they're Bay Area. They're probably they're they're stoned. Yeah, and no yeah. good no good music came out of the Bay Area until punk rock. Hi, Dave, did you give a number? Uh, no, I'm just talking because I like my voice. Forty five. Good voice. Thanks. Uh, this has a forty five point five. Nope. Let's get another song about California. This is from Knox Witcher. Knox Witcher. Great name. Yeah. 
I think this is sort of a reach. Where I'd like to see where Peter Frampton's going to L.A. 1981 lands in the Yatsky scale. That is a scary witch voice. This is smooth. Went from Chrome to Witch. Jeffrey and Luke in the bed. And am I crazy? Or does it have a poor man the Ricky don't lose that number? Dr. Wu vibe to it. I definitely hear Ricky don't lose that number, but... Mm -hmm. And here's Dr. Wu. Hmm? I just heard JD doing my, a witch voice. My amazing voice, it distracts from everything we should be listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Peter Frampton also did a, an Alessi song on this album. Um, but no, like I, the Alessi brothers? Yeah. Oh, nice. Both of them. Wow. Uh, I don't think... F- I paid attention however many episodes ago. I listened to this whole album because it does have the personnel that... The witch just told us, and I don't know if people could understand the names, but they, but they're significant. Um, it, but they, it's not yeah. This album is not yacht rock at all. The um, instant he opened his mouth, I was like, oh, no, yeah, no. He, this is not a good album at all because his voice is really bad on this whole. You know thing. how you can tell it's not a good album because it's by Peter Frampton. I mean, I like some Peter Frampton. I'm, I don't think all of it. Definitely not this album. Uh, but, I, but I get what you're saying, Dave. You don't like Peter Frampton. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um, no Steely Dan, but... <laughs> this, yeah, it's not a good album. I think th- uh, there's a song in here called Lost a Part of You is maybe a little bit closer than this song. This would be my next song that's close. Um, but I don't think it's still on the boat. By my, by my, by my, my it's estimation... 29. No. Just listen to it first. Just listen. Just soak soak in these vocals. All right. It's quite ironic. 18. He's just, 18. He was just he just started talking right there. It was like he did that can be fine sometimes. I'm just saying he's not No, he sucks. His biggest album he's singing through a talk box the whole time. Uh, there might be a reason for that. <laughs> It's. It sounds like a late, later Pink Floyd album where they're just kind of like moaning the entire oh, yeah, time. R- Roger Waters is just kind of like shouting. No! Numbers. Let's get on to this song. Wait, what did you give it, JD? Eighteen. Eighteen. Did I say twenty-nine? Because I, if I did, you did. I, okay. I wrote it down. Dave likes this one the most because um, I'm giving it a twenty-eight. Steve? 17. 17. So Dave is the biggest Peter Frampton fan in the room. That is official. And it's a 23 overall. That is Niat Yacht Rock. You played yourself, homie. Well, it's. I'm, I guess I'm the biggest fan of Peter Frampton for Yacht Rock. Matthew Edwards at Storm Surge. Okay, I've successfully placed two Michael Jackson songs on the boat. Time for his brother to come aboard. Let's get serious by Jermaine Jackson. And uh, again, this is a little busy with the Stevie Wonder sound. This sounds similar to Sir Duke mixed with something from uh, later Hotter uh, Than July, I believe is the album. And then uh, after I wrote that... I kept listening, and Stevie Wonder fucking sings in this and plays all over it. Uh, see? Uh, Jermaine, he has to have some yacht rock, but I don't think this is it. This is too oh, straight, yeah, too straightforward. Sounds... What is it? What year is this from? We don't know. Um, it's probably from the early 80s. 
And it sounds like it. It sounds like this could be from the Breaking soundtrack. This is straightforward, <laughs> like, dancey R&B. There's not a single yacht element in here that I can think of. It's so funky. Yeah. It's so funky. It's so funky. I think that's the first time I've heard Jermaine sing solo. He sounds a little bit like Michael. He sounds terrible. Everybody sounds terrible except Michael and Janet. They all sound this terrible. This guy putting down Tito again. I am two olives deep into my four olive martini, so I got some opinions, boys. At Michael Jackson's funeral, I watched the uh, I watched the, the live show, and I don't remember if it was there Ger- he is. Jermaine or Tito. Um, got up and saying, maybe now finally we'll leave my brother alone. And I, I anticipated like the curtain to drop and be a big photo of himself and the guy to say, and pay attention to me! Because <laughs> it was finally time for one of the others to step into the spotlight, but we've yet to hear anything from any of them. Uh, LaToya has a good album, too. Might be Yacht Rock. Remember her penthouse spread? Posed with a snake, I think. Yeah, not that exciting. Yeah. And I was like a, I was like, and he's when it four, came out. he's yeah. four olives deep. Three yeah, now this deep was, now. this is the time where we should be like, oh man. <laughs> and yeah, nothing. We're Wait. talking too much about this song. I gave it a twenty-five. I'm gonna give it a uh, seventeen, twelve. Fourteen. It was from nineteen eighty, by the way. Thank you. All right, we got a seventeen overall. It is Nyat. Stephen Thomas. The Stephen Thomas. Good old the Steve one Tom. Stephen Thomas in America. Yep, founder of Wendy's. That's wrote this Ed one. And this is um, So You Win Again by Hot Chocolate. Please put this on the scale. Hopefully the disco strings won't cancel out the bounce and bass, electric piano, and lyrics that epitomize the milieu of the fool. It's on my boat. I like that. I like that voice. It's good. Sometimes I pull on a voice that doesn't sound like my voice, and I like it. I like that Stephen Thomas guy because I love hot chocolate. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I I believe in miracles. Yeah, hot chocolate, <clears throat> sexy thing. You sexy thing. Uh, again, they're British. Just found that out. Blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, talking about fools here. Remember when yeah. you thought Thin Lizzy was from New Jersey? No, I thought they were from Milwaukee. Oh, I'm sorry, I was way off. Um, yeah, no, I knew they were from New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be an asshole. <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have the accent for that. In Milwaukee, though. Um, okay, yeah, this song is really about fools. Uh, they say it a lot. This is a Russ Ballard song. Ooh, I, I would like to mention, um, I think his songwriting is per, would be perfect for Yacht Rock. He, he has a very Yacht Rock sensibility when he writes his song. They're very tight pop songs. Um, with turns if, here and there. With turns here and there. And if he had a Toto in the background of his songs, it would they would be Yacht Rock. I think that's just happenstance. I think he that he nails it like like two people across the world having the same idea at the same time, but absolutely no connection. Um, I also think this sounds more disco. Yeah, this is this is the hour. It's from '77 as well, so like it's right. It's kind of early. It's right at the start. It could certainly be a yacht rock song in that year, but like disco hasn't like evolved. Disco at this point is just pure disco. Yeah, pretty much. Good album. Yeah, Stephen Thomas. I'd love to hang out on your boat and talk about hot chocolate. 
but uh, and I maybe drink this, some of it too. Well, maybe a little schnapps, but I don't think this belongs on the yacht. I think this is about a forty-three. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. There's some e piano in there. Yeah. You put it in. And it's about fools. And it's about fools. So yeah. They have the same the same idea. I'm gonna give it 44 just no to be connection. different from you. No. 44 and 43. Yeah. Too okay. many people are confusing us with each other because we're so similar. I'm gonna give this a 36. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. 36. Okay. Uh, I'm a fool who wants your love. I mean, I'm telling you, just it's crazy coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 39.75. Imagine hearing this. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. That could have been a great Glenn anthem. And it could have been a great Yacht Rock song, depending on who was singing it. Mm -hmm. Because Russ Ballard has the ability to write those types of songs. Yeah. Chris Catella at Senator CK. This is Dan Fogelberg's Heart Hotel. Chris uh, writes... Uh, it's way more singer-songwriter than yacht, so rank accordingly. Boy, just, it's like I'm in Beantown. Just wait until the third verse. Mexico? And the instruments. Oh, come on, part. Dude. We're not under the fourth episode yet. Um, that was my senator voice, guys. Because his name is which, Senator CK. Which senator were you doing? A retard Kennedy. <laughs> You know, like, oh, so Rose? <laughs> no, 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 the one that was a singer. Oh, God. Oh, zing. <sighs> Took the piss did you, out of Did her. you finish doing it? Did you read everything? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll read my thing. Uh, this is off 1979's Phoenix album. Uh, Uncle Kunkel is on the congas. Uncle Kunkel on the con- congas. <laughs> uh, and Tom Scott is on the sax. Uh, and Andy Newmark is on the drums. Who's Andy Newmark? I've mentioned him a bunch of times. He really? is a great. Yes, he was. I never heard it. He was particularly. Ring a bell. No. Uh, really? Are you serious right now? Maybe you just shouldn't rattle yeah. off a bunch of names. Yeah, you should really uh, well, put he, some meat behind the name. He yeah, was. He name. was in particular. He was on uh, Kenny the Kenny Loggins album. We uh, we went over. Oh, that's celebrate me home. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. He is. He was. He played with uh, uh, that tight bit of podcasting. He played with Cool in the Gang, and um, but by this time he was a great fill-in for Jeffrey Jeff when you needed a guy to come in and give you some interesting drums, uh, and he did that a lot in Yacht Rock. And I've mentioned his name at least I'd say over half a dozen times. Hmm. So remember it next time, Andy Newmark. Regular dozen or Baker's dozen? Well, it's a Baker's half dozen. So six, six and a point half. Five. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I, I hear what you're going for on this, but uh, I think this is just regular old soft rock here. It's yeah. also disco-y again. I yeah, feel like the so theme to every like, last three episodes we've recorded has been... We put just, a lot just, of disco-y songs on the boat. I know, but not like not many like disco songs that lack any yacht rock cliches. You know, like this, this and this is one of them. I wouldn't call it disco. It's Dan Fogelberg, but it feels like it's got a little slow touches. dancer. Yeah, it feels like a disco slow dancer, and I feel like we've, like we've been asked about a lot of disco slow dancers in the last couple episodes. Um, it's thirty-seven. That's what I'm going to give it. Thirty-seven. I'll give this... The, the only part I don't like, really, 
I don't like the soaring string part. Yeah, that's, I think that's what takes it out. And it's also just kind of schmaltzy in general. Yeah, it, it's like a well, it schmaltz is a soundtrack yeah. album where they couldn't get Christopher Cross. Yeah. I'm giving this a 41. Uh, 28. I will uh, proceed to uh, kick this off the boat with uh, Great Vega, and I will give this a uh, 31. Steve is so much better than me at accents. And pretty much everything. And pretty much. Except fucking. Yeah. You can fuck. I can fuck. You're so good at it. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You get done so fast. I uh, prefer to take my time for her pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. wish I could. <clears throat> Keep selling that brand, Steve. Yeah, his 34.25. Nope. You're saying somebody, something about someone's dick? Yeah, his dick is actually ribbed. Oh. For her pleasure. Oh, yeah, I had an operation done. <laughs> they use my cock as a mold. Your for cock? The, for the Trojan condoms. <laughs> your, your accent's kind of... <laughs> it's drifting into New York there. Oh, fuck. I grew, I grew up in New York and then moved to Boston. <laughs> and I'm trying to do a Boston accent. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, go Pats. Josh Gravel writes, Love to know where Archie James Cavanaugh's Take It Easy lands on the Yatsky scale. So this is uh, the song that he asked about. Yeah, it is. And uh, you guys don't know anything about Archie James Cavanaugh, so I'll tell you a little bit about him. Uh, first of all, he's got three names. He's got a, a like a, a Native American album cover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you know yeah. what area so, of so, that Native American? Southwest. Nope. Not uh, at all. Northeast. You could tell. If you were a fan of Twin Peaks, you would get a little closer. Oh, Northwest. Oh, yeah. Yes. Nice. Very Northwest. Is he of the Nez Perce? Um, this Engines? is... I uh, believe he's Ute. This guy is from the Westest Coast and also, also the Northest Coast because he's from Alaska. Oh. Oh. This album, uh, Black and White Raven, was released in 1980, but only in Alaska. Uh, wow. It was found and re-released in 2000 in Japan, where it kind of found an audience. Um, there are a couple guys on here with some, like, I want to say, like, Seattle funk. Remember we talked about mm-hmm. Seattle funk? Yeah, yeah. I think they had some cred there. Um, well, if you're in Alaska um, and touring, Seattle's like really the only place you can go that isn't Alaska. And, and Vancouver. And it's the cheapest flight to get some musicians to work on your yeah. album. So I, so if you're in Fairbanks, let's be fair. So 1980. This sounds like this sounds like it, it's like protoish yacht rock that would have been like around 1975. But it's 80 in yeah. Alaska. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds like it sounds like maybe like a little bit of Boz Skaggsy. Yes. Like pre, People describe this pre, as yeah. being Boz Skaggsy. Okay. This is a little rushed. To, it's a little rushed to me. It's outside of the yacht pocket, but it's very close. I would give it a 46. Wait, did you say this sounds like Rush? No, it's rushed. The tempo oh. is rushed. Okay, that makes a lot <laughs> no, more it sense. Does, it doesn't suck that bad. Jesus. Uh, 
You know, they're one of those bands in my later years that when I hear them now, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't hate that so much anymore. No, I get I get super excited when I hear something by Rush like Tom Sawyer. I love yeah. Tom Sawyer. Limelight? Man, that's yeah, a jam. They got some jams. Really, the whole band. moving pictures, is that, that's an EP? No, it can't be, because all the songs EP. are like 30 minutes long. Um, 38. <laughs> Just, eh. I'll give it a 40. You want to justify that 38? It's okay. He, no, he talked well, about some other things. It's, it's, it sounds it's, like Rush. Said a number. I, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, you did justify it. You it's less it. than 39. <laughs> get, but get, I don't want to give it a 37. I think it's close. Uh, closer. I'm going to give this a 40. I'm going to give him a little... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give this guy who made this album in 1980 and was just discovered in 2000 a little, a little, uh, a little pat on the back. I'm gonna give him 49. <laughs> wow, what a great argument. Wow. Maybe I should raise my number. No, I think, I think it's close. I, like I said, this he was 1980. Yeah. This sounds like something from 1976 that would have been Boz Skaggsy. Yeah, and I'm giving and it he a 49. Was doing it four years later in 80. Yeah, what's our final number? Uh, Steve, did you give it a number? I tried to. Uh, I want to give it a nice round 40. Dave just asked a question about a fact in math. Well, what was that question, Dave? You said this was a. Was it right? four years? Was it four years since Boss Keg's album? Yes, it was. Okay, what's our final number? 43.25. That's Miat. Oh, Jesus Christ. I love this song. But what the fuck? Steve Weiner. Not sure if it'll be given passage onto the boat, but what about Three Dog Night Shyamalan? Though it was released in 73, stop uh, right there, Steve Weiner, and walk away. It does feature some Yacht Rock personnel and the sweet, smooth vocal of stylings of Chuck Exploding Dick Negron. Is there a story about Chuck Negron's dick exploding? Did we call him that at some point? Dave? I have no recollection well, of that. You're Senator. the one that likes to bring, bring, bring up CD stories from musician past. Yeah, but I mean, an exploding dick? We would have remembered that. Yeah, that's why um, I asked you. That sounds like a RoboCop tribute I saw. All right, well, this is from their album Scion, and on the cover there are seven dudes in a beautiful blue sky. So not only is this song way too early to be yacht, the band is a bunch of liars. I saw the album cover, and the band is clearly called Seven Dude Day. It's not Sounds like your bachelor party. <laughs> um, the best thing about Three Dog Night is the hot some numbers. is the hot dog that's named after them at Pink's. It's three dogs, bacon, pastrami, and chili, and cheese, and maybe some fried onions wrapped in a tortilla. And it, and it makes your it's delicious. It makes your shit as dark as midnight. Yep. What is an Okie dog? That's a dog to get in L.A. Yeah. Holy shit. It's Okey two dog. hot dogs wrapped in a burrito with chili, pastrami, nacho chili cheese, cheese, and pastrami. pastrami. Yeah, it's not nacho cheese. It's actually shredded cheese, but oh. the nacho cheese is processed. Okay. And Jeez. while you're there, you can still get, open? Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. There's uh, one on Fairfax and one on uh, kind of the Pico La Brea area. Okay. It is I just a, never hear about that place different, anymore. Uh, different owners. Because I became a vegetarian. Ones, yeah, because you were my buddy. You and Jeremy were the people I went there with. Yeah. Um, one of the only places in L.A. that still has an autographed photo of Fred Rerunberry <laughs> hanging. Huh? What about Fred Rerunberry's house? You mean no, the cardboard he's, box? He's he's dead. You can't JD. put up with. Okay. <laughs> All right. We 
we can hang out with him, but we're going to need a couple shovels and a flashlight. Wait, this guy said something about... Did he say that there is personnel, or there's He not? did, but I didn't see Yeah, any. he didn't say who they were. He lied to us. I didn't see any on it. What is this guy's name? I forlost his name. You lied to us. Steve Wiener. The Wiener, that's right, Wiener is a liar. Do you want to hear a quick summary of the exploding dick story? Yes. Uh, so, Chuck Negron, uh, in his book, Three Dog Nightmare, uh, apparently his uh, he was fucking so much that his dick was getting swollen and chapped from overuse, and uh, the doctor advised him to stop fucking for a little while. Oh, my and God. A week I, later, I he, he, uh, there was a real hot girl backstage, and, uh, so he, uh, took her in the back room, and he and ripped the, stitches, the dick open, yeah, and the stitches were... split like a hot dog. Yep. Hmm. I actually heard, a, now that he said that, I heard a radio interview with this guy, and he told that story. Yeah, he had to, like, get it stitched back together by the, uh... He loves telling the story. Well, I mean, if if I was fucking so much, I tore my dick open. Exactly. As long as it got stitched back together, I would probably tell that story as a humble brag. It, 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 that's what it was. It was like, uh, hey, tell us the story about the about the dick. By the time you blasted your dick open, there's a lot wrong with that story. And guys. he's like, he's like, yeah, it's there's a ton wrong with that story. He's like, uh, he's like, oh man. I mean, I'm like, gonna have to tell that story again. That All story right, here sounds it goes. Like there was some sort of skin condition that led to it, like super dry. It was skin. swollen. It was yeah. There was something going I, on. I have had periods in my life where you did. You have? I've not. You're a dude. Where I have had more sex than I get. I had a lot of sex, a lot of times a day. No, I remember. It was great. <laughs> and my dick. Those did were nothing, good times. Those nothing, were good times. Nothing yeah. similar to that. Nothing even close to anything. Like it maybe. Got a little you were raw sometimes. You were, where do you think the where do you think the nickname Three Dog Night came from? All right, you weren't Three Dog Night in it. That's true. But like, what is it? Is it is he a rapist? Is it like? Oh, geez, casual yeah. libel. It's like taking casual over. Libel. He's, he's, I know, he's running like, for you, Dave. Oh going, wait, wait, no, I can I can I can best that. What is going on? Where his dick is getting that? Maybe wrong? maybe the people he was having sex with had like uh, malfunctioning uh, orifices. Maybe that's it. Like, was, like one of those sarlacc dog in it. One of those sarlacc pit. You know, one of those like uh, mower blade I don't know. vagina dentata. Yeah, his story is so fishy. Jesus. Well, he loves fucking yeah, telling it, so it's probably not it. true. Yeah, yeah. It may have been a listen. It may have been embellished over the years. Yeah. I know that never happens. I'm gonna give this song a two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it a one. Yeah, five. Three. <laughs> Once again, Dave loves Street Dog Night. He gave it a high score. Well, I really want a hot dog. Uh, 2.75. That is Neat Yacht Rock. Listen, we want to see the scars. Because if your dick blew up... Well, I feel like that'd be the obvious question. Like, let me see uh, let me see the remains. No, he just likes telling the story. Oh, uh, this story again? All right, let me tell it. It's like, I can't tell about my lower back tattoo without showing my lower back tattoo. <laughs> you can't, you can't t- tell the story of your lower back tattoo without a dude blaming on it. Because <laughs> it's such a good story and such a great tattoo. Yeah. 
Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht or Yacht. That hashtag is required. Go to yachtandyacht.com to find Yachtsky approved music thanks to Webmeister Patrickology at Handglobs. Find the certified yacht playlist by following JD Riznar on Spotify, archived by Samuel J. Hill at Shill Voice. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate review us on iTunes. Go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender, thanks to producer Matt Brousseau and the entire Feral Audio family. Check out other Feral Audio podcast at feralaudio.com and uh, please do that today